Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Zach Scammell, and today we are going to be talking about inclusion in leadership roles. Let me start out by saying that I am the epitome of white privilege. I am white, I am male, and I am straight. All of these factors have led to my privilege throughout history. I have never had to encounter the lack of inclusion these minority groups have experienced. However, being in this position of privilege, I feel that it is my duty to speak on behalf of those who are not being treated the same way I am. Inclusion is a right, not a privilege for a select few. Judge Gary Obardi. Inclusion is the practice or policy of providing equal access to opportunities and resources for people who might otherwise be excluded or marginalized, such as those who have physical or mental disabilities and members of other minority groups. In general terms, people feel that inclusion is bringing someone into something that they were not a part of before, but inclusion is so much more than that. Inclusion is making everyone fair and equal without any bias towards their race, gender, or sexuality. Inclusion is very important in our society today. With everything going on, I feel it is impor an important topic to talk about and it is important to bring awareness to. Even though we Americans preach freedom and equality, we don't necessarily live by those words. Everyone likes to say that America is this free place where everyone can be equal and succeed without bias, but in reality, it is almost the opposite. Every day, people are not being included to the fullest and it is not right. Overall, the majority of people in power in the United States are white males, thus leaving little representation from minority groups. Throughout history, minority groups have lacked representation in leadership roles. Without representation, there is little to no opportunity for change for that group. It has been a long uphill battle for these minority groups to have a voice to help create change for their constituents. As years pass, we see these changes happening in society, which is a great thing. Unfortunately, things are still not where they should be. There are systematic barriers in society today, whether it be race, sexuality, or socioeconomic status. More often than not, endpoint diversification is what we are talking about when we talk about inclusion. There are many different ways to try and combat exclusion, but the first step is to start at the beginning. We do this by examining the practices we have in place and changing them so we don't just valve diversity, but require it to thrive. As said by Lauren Allen McCann. These systematic barriers in society have been around for a very long time, and it has taken a very long time for there to be some progress made. As a country, in order for us to be fully accepting and equal as individuals, we need to start changing how our systems are set up. We already understand that there are issues in our society with being inclusive towards all. The main issues we need to look at are the problems with inclusion and leadership roles. In our country, minority groups have struggled to gain leadership roles in all aspects of society. In this TED Talk, I want to mainly focus on the fundamental issues with inclusion and leadership roles. The United States government is a great example of how there are issues with inclusion and leadership roles. Over the lifespan of the United States government, there is a reoccurring event where minority groups lack representation in leadership roles. According to the Pew Research Center in the United States alone in 1910, the percentage of white Americans in government was 89.9%. Back then, this was normal in the United States. In the early 1900s in the United States, there were Jim Crow laws that racially segregated white Americans from African Americans. It was normal for, during this time for white males to be in power. 
In 2000, the percentage of white Americans in government was 75.1%. Over 90 years, there was only a difference of about 14.8%. By 2000, times had changed and segregation was no more. Having a government that is still 70% white male run, while there is a wide range of ethnicities in the United States, is just wrong. So many minority groups are not having a say and are relying on these white Americans to look out for them. Having this large of a white majority in the United States Congress, all of the minorities are lacking that representation they need for there to be change. In 2020, 60% of the United States Congress were white Americans. 18.5% were Hispanic, 12.2% were Black, and 5.6% were Asian. Currently, many minority groups are finding their footholds in Congress and are finally bringing attention to the racial problems in the United States. There still needs to be work done, but ultimately, this is a start. Gender equality has always been a problem in the workplace. Women have always been seen as doing less than men, when in reality, women do the exact same thing men do. Ultimately, there is a problem in society where men see women as less than them. In the 1950s, there was a saying that the woman's place was in the kitchen. Over time, women started expressing the fact that this is not what they were meant to do and that they could do the same as men. Originally, when women started working jobs that men would usually do, they were often paid way less than men for doing the same job. One great example of this is the women's national soccer team and the men's national soccer team. According to statistics, it is known that the women's national soccer team is way better than the men's team. The United States women's soccer team has won four World Cup titles and four Olympic gold medals. The United States men's soccer team has not won any of these titles. With these statistics, you would think that the women are getting paid more because they are way better than the men and are doing way more. But in actuality, the men's soccer team is getting paid more money for not winning, where the women are getting paid less even though they are the most successful team internationally. When talking about gender roles and inclusion in positions of power, women have been struggling to push to the top and have these leadership roles in businesses. According to Dr. Sean Andrews from the training industry, it is found that out of Fortune 500 companies, women hold only 19% of board seats and 15% of executive officer positions. So, out of 500 companies, there are only 20 female CEOs leaving the other 400 to be run by males. It is really uh, put into perspective when looking at these numbers. It is so crazy to see that out of 500 companies, only 20 of them are run by women and the other 480 are run by men. This is the problem we have in society. The issue here is very deep-rooted and it has been around for generations. It is not going to just take a simple TED Talk for this to change but it is important for this information to get out into the world so people truly understand the issues we still have in our society. The issue here is not solely the male's fault. Problematic beliefs and perceptions are held by both men and women. It's these reasons that make the problem difficult to address. Both men and women need to work together to make the workplace more equal and fair amongst each other. There are many different solutions and paths that can be taken to try and solve some of these problems. Technically, these are not solutions because there will never be a completely fair and equal solution to this problem. 
But there are things that we can do to try and make these issues less of an issue. First, we need to work on the structural barriers between men and women. Some of these structural barriers include lack of access to important informal networks, such as the golf course, sporting events, or simple after-work drinks. By doing this, both men and women can equally compete on the networking side of business by doing things that both men and women would enjoy. Secondly, in today's government, the Biden administration has done a very good job at trying to give minority groups a say in Congress. Biden made sure to elect people of different minorities groups to make sure that the minority groups had a say and that it was not only the majority rule. This is a big breakthrough in our country, but a ton of work still needs to be done in order for there to be change. Lastly, according to the Great Place to Work, people make assumptions about women at work and as leaders based on their stereotypical roles in society. Often, women are limited in their advancements, or worse, never even given the opportunity because of bias. In order for this to change, we need to start trying to change the mindset of the roles that women have in society. And then, maybe people will start seeing that we are all equal. Overall, there needs to be some change in leadership in our country, in order for there to be change, as well as change in the workplace. Now, I would like to end this TED Talk with a quote I really like about inclusion. No matter how inclusive we are working towards being, we can always do more, we can always do better. Victoria N. McGovern. Cuca College bears no responsibility for and makes no contribution to the content of this podcast. All unique intellectual property herein is exclusively created and owned by Zach Scammell. All of Opinions implied or expressed herein are exclusively those of Zach Scammell and do not represent the opinions or practices of Cuca College.